We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the Volleypod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good evening and welcome to the Volleypod. How are you this evening, Todd? Davis, it's all good here. What's going on? What's happening with the Patriots? There? Oh, How's man. your squad doing? We're doing pretty well. I have to say I'm pretty, uh, after the loss to Bishops, we've uh, improved since. Okay. And, well, uh, that's good. We learned good. from we, it. We were, we were wise enough to play you early before <laughs> your coaching kind of got going. And so we got you uh, at the right time. So you had a big match with your rival. Yeah, that was tell, so fun. Tell me about it. How'd it go? So I'm at this small school of about 700 people. You can literally look out your window and see the high school that's our rival school. The big public school. The big public school. Right. I think they got like 2,000 kids or something. It's like, it's a bigger school. And they're it's a friendly rivalry. Like, they all play club together at East County yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, it's all good. But right. we had uh, a red out where they all wore their red. And So, now was it at home? It was a home it match? It was a home match. Okay. You got a packed gym? You had a pretty much a packed Sweet. gym. Everyone's cheering their heads up. They were calling me Handsome Ransom. I knew they were, you know, messing handsome with me. Handsome Ransom. <laughs> there you go. From the crowd. But anyways, it was so fun. And we ended up with a four-game uh, win. So, now how did it go? So, do you win the... We won the first game close. 25. Okay. 23 okay and um, all coaching of course yeah, i don't know about that <laughs> it's so interesting that crowd effect right like it's a interesting. really interesting thing on younger players for right. sure because i didn't think we played very well i don't think they played that great but we played better in the so in you know my buddy dj has an interesting he thinks that sometimes the home crowd is a detriment i i can believe that that all yes. their friends are out there and the kids get yes. tight and it's actually tougher to be you think that oh we have all this support at home but <laughs> hey the boyfriend's out there yep. and you know it's uh, i would so, tend to agree with that so that's yeah. an interesting thing so anyway keep going sorry well, to interrupt you well so i mean it, they had a couple players at least one player for sure that we could not stop and um i, I, I gave you the scouting report you gave us the scouting report we tried to execute <laughs> we, did we the knew same it was coming. We, just, we didn't stop her either <laughs> yeah and she's good i mean she's a she's an athlete and there was one crazy play that I mean, we're trying to block line and she just destroys this ball like low line right on our tip defender's head. And it was an <laughs> overdig kill. And it was just off one of head. those nights. Yeah, off her head. Oh, there you just go. One that's of those that's what we call coaching. Yeah. Straight coaching. <laughs> exactly. You had her in right, her head right in the right spot. But I swear I've never got more congratulations for a win. Even when we won CIF, there, there's, they, it's just a big Everybody. rivalry. Oh, Everyone's there. Everybody. It's a small school that's thing. Cool. So. Yeah, it was super fun. So what about you guys? How are you guys doing? We're doing well. You know, we had a, a match last night against OLP. Oh, they're, they're pretty a good this team. year. Yeah, and they have a bunch of club kids. Yeah. And, you know, Nick is their coach. Yeah. And he's an awesome guy. And his yeah, daughter's yeah. playing. And, you know, she just, I learned that, uh, you know, his daughter Zoe is going to go to Washington yeah. UW. For and, beach, and play right? beach. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're just, uh, it was a fun atmosphere good you know we got a bunch of club kids they play together yeah. so you know katie's coached a bunch of them yeah so uh the prior girls were there shout out amanda prior she's a hammer 
She played very well, and she, she blocked very well. Okay, sweet. did you teach her how to block? I don't know if she I killed us. Yeah, okay. she killed us. <laughs> I tried Davis. to teach her how to block. <laughs> yeah, she, that's why she blocks so well. And she's she, an athlete. So, yeah, well, yeah. no, and she's got a heavy arm. Heavy so arm, no, we had a tough field. time. Yeah, and then and then Caitlin played very well two settings, so okay. it was good. But we uh, we actually got him in four. We lost the first, and then came back and uh, nice. won the next two fairly handily and then the, the fourth was uh a dog fight we squeaked it out 25 23. Uh, nice so it's fun, fun to you know you when, guys serve so tough yeah man. we we actually the funny thing is we came out serving a bunch of first tempo stuff and they passed they were in system the first set the whole set wow. we weren't and then we just changed tempos and what looked like easy serves they didn't pass well it was so strange. interesting okay just the idea of changing tempo yeah. anyway okay uh that's Very the thing cool. so yeah we're uh now where are you going give me a quick rundown of we have uh we have a match next week and then we have la jolla tournament and then we get into league what's your uh, same we have a match tomorrow night against point loma and then we go to phoenix for the tournament of champions out there so that should be fun Oh, but you—that's at the. We're going there too. You guys are going too. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, okay, we'll sweet. See you yeah, out there, we gotta yeah. hang out a little All bit. Right. That'll be super fun. We'll have a pod out there. Yeah, All right. we sweet. gotta pack up the uh, roadie. <laughs> yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, so we got that, and then we're into league, and I, I think our league's pretty fun this year. We got scripts, and you know, we got a good, good league. So it should be a oh. fun rest of the season. We're 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 into it. Good stuff. All yeah. Right. So Let's you're on going. the skill today. The skill today. What are we talking about today? Uh, it's a weird one. This is adding elastic to your gym i love this coaching one. skill okay let's hear it and the kind of the background of this is i'm getting more into the science you know the eco d stuff we've talked about and and this external rather than internal cueing okay so can we set something up in the environment that gets players to do what we want them to do without telling them oh that serves too high right let's put a piece of elastic across the antenna and say serve under it you don't need to say anything. It's either yeah. under it or over it. Right. And they see the, they have a feedback loop that's consistent. I love that. So uh, I got, I have 10 of these okay. things with elastic. So number cool. one is serving under it. And uh, we run elastic about six inches from the top of the antenna. And it's up every time we serve. Six so inches. So we don't serve. So we just kind of put it down a little bit, about okay. six inches, just so it kind of stays there, right? Okay. Below the antenna. So it's kind of antenna high. Okay. Uh, so we're not trying to put it super low. Okay. We just say, hey, that's got to go under the antenna without without okay. touching the elastic. Uh, but it's up every time we served it. Yes. So warm up. I need to do that. It's up there. I mean, it's up there every time. And you know, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm a lazy coach. And so doing <laughs> stuff like this is tough, but I've just, we've made a commitment. We're going to have it up every time we serve. Right. Uh, in our warm up serving, where we serve like, you know, 10 feet or 15 feet or 20 feet back and forth, it's up. Okay. And it's up all the time. Uh, we leave it up. Oh, the other thing I'll tell you a little thing is we put noodles yes. in the pads. Okay. To stick up. So it's easy to put them up and down. That's smart. See, you just told me that the other day, and I I like that idea. So cool. once again, it's not a hassle to put. It. You don't need you know to, to set it on box or anything. You have a noodle. You push it up. You reach the noodle up and knock it down. So we do that all the time. A uh, setting. We like our pin sets. We try to go fast to be about antenna high. So leaving that up as an external cue ah, okay. is good for both our setters and our hitters. Okay. 
and we just cool. leave it up and play. That's awesome. And say, hey, that set was just way, that set was like two times the antenna on that. Right. Okay, when we're in system, we want an antenna high. Okay. Hitting lines, we put it at six inches above the net. Oh, good And idea. then count how many we can hit over in a minute. Uh, that's a great idea. Like okay, that. it's just simple. Yes. Like hit yes. over, you know, hit, you know, hit everybody's trying to hit down. You right. know, we want to hit over at six shape. inches yeah, and you can't like touch that. it. So, okay. and they just count. Like, okay, how many did you get? Uh, this is the new one we did. I told you a little bit about this. Free balls, down balls. Uh, we'll play six on six, two contact. We give a point for every attack under the antenna. So now we have it back under like six feet. So it's kind of the top of the antenna. Okay. But we don't want free balls high. We want them low. Right. Okay. We don't want, and now we're into setting a lot of that stuff over. Okay. And I'm into fakies, you know, look like yeah. you're going to hit and then set it low and over. <laughs> I like this. Uh, and uh, Matza got a freaking kill on a set over yesterday. It was nice. Cool. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we'll say, hey, how many, uh, we need to get to 20. 20 balls that go into the antenna. If you make an error, and errors, we don't want errors, right? Right. Because these are free balls or easy balls. Errors minus three. Okay. And we're not really playing against the team. We're just, I mean, we're competing, but we're playing to a number of successful reps of hitting them all under the antenna. Okay. Very cool. Uh this is a new one you'll like this lift okay. tips and marshmallows. Okay. So we have on our middle court, we have two pieces of elastic. Okay. So we put one at where the block is. So maybe like eight to 12 inches higher than the net. Okay. And then the other one at another 12 inches on top of that. Okay. And then our lift tips have to go between the that. two pieces oh, and I then like land. That. And then awesome. we put targets out in front of the 10 foot line. So they have to go up and then land in front of the target. Uh, I do like that one. That's really cool. So That's once again, and then we'll just count and we'll say, okay, how many do we get that will go between there and land in front of the 10 foot line? Because we that. want those lift tips to be low over the block. We've got to practice sure. it, right? Yes. That's such a cool one, idea. In external cues. I don't have to say anything. You either get it or you don't. Yeah, I love that. Okay. And then we can do that individually, just go back and forth with a partner, right? Between that, just get a feel for it. And then we can play double doubles, you know, short court and do it. Yeah, right? that's a good idea. And then yeah. we can play, you know, three on three, six on six, and just keep those antennas and go, hey, it has to go between them. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, 10 foot attacks. We want shape. So sometimes we'll raise the net, but if I'm too lazy to raise the net, we'll just put the elastic up at eight feet. Right. Yeah. And then say, hey, ball has to have shape. Back row attacks have to go over the elastic. That's cool. To count. Very cool. Uh, separating half courts when you don't have lines. So we'll take our elastic and we'll wrap it around a couple of weights and we'll stretch those out. I know at our club we have a nice, uh, oh, Justin's done a nice yeah. thing about hooking those things up. But, you know, if you don't have something like that, uh, being able to split the cord in half, elastic's a nice, easy way to do it without Absolutely. putting out, tar you know, a bunch of spots or anything like that. Uh, my block, it's my, safe too, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's so. safer. Yeah, block my blocking toy. What? Okay, let's hear this one. So this is on a video, so you have to kind of see it to uh, believe it. But picture this: we have a piece of 
like a round piece of cardboard that is a cylinder that is about 10 inches diameter. Okay. Okay. And it's about three feet high. So it's just this tube. So think about like a tube you would put a poster in, right, to send. But now instead of being like two inches to put a poster in it, now that tube is like 10 to 12 inches. Okay. Okay. So you have that picture. And you buy them at Home Depot because they're used as uh, uh, forms for cement, for foundations of things. Okay. So you go buy a couple of those. You put slits in them and then... We put these big threaded bolts in them that stick out and down. And then we hook elastic up. And we like our elastic on the same side of the net as the blocker. Right. Okay. And so these tubes have this thread that actually angles down. We put the elastic there. So the elastic is, let's say, six inches from the net. And let's say six inches under the height of the net. I think I know where this is going. And then we're looking at hand path. Okay. That's what I thought. So our hand path has to slide over and slide back. Oh, that's so cool. Under this elastic. I've never heard of that toy, but that is cool. But it's on a video. So we have the video is one of the videos that we have under there. You can see Adrian. Okay. Using it. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Audrey, one of your nice. players, one of my ex-players using it. So Very that's cool. the block, what we call the blocking toy. And we're trying to use that in warm-ups for every day in practice. Well, I was going to say, how many times have I said, you got to press? <laughs> this, this well, I'm not a press guy. seal. Just that idea. What is your, what's right. your term? So I'm a slide over, slide Slide, back. yeah. Because like slip. So what I don't like is the kids that go up and up, then down. press and come back and come yes. down. And I and so you can't do that with the elastic there, right? Right. So you have to slide over and then slide back. So so I, I sometimes you scrape. Anyways, whatever, and you you scrape too. Yeah, we talked about scrape. scrape. And yeah. I think, but it's it's perfect for scraping too. Absolutely, because it's yeah. there. Yeah, so, I like it. That's all. Nice. That's so cool. Uh, this is one that I didn't know about, and I actually added it when I went to the videos because it's a line of attack. So they take the elastic, they put a, an attacker on a box and they start looking at lines of where this attacker can hit and uh, where the block should be lined up and where the defender should be lined up by using a piece of elastic. I like that one, totally. So this That's is the cool. Louisville guy, Dan Meskey. I oh, think he's, he's the assistant yeah, there. He's good. So you gotta check out that video. Okay, for sure. That's and awesome. And then the last, so the last two are ones that I don't really use. So that's one I just saw. And the other one is a middle attacker triangulation one where people use elastic and they put it around the poles. Have you seen this? And they put it around their setter. I've seen this one time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. I don't really use it, but it's, I don't know about it, but it's a cool thing for elastic. Yeah. And they talk about using this kind of triangulation. So those are the, uh, that's the, hey, play with elastic. elastic. It's a good toy. Absolutely. That's yeah. so cool. Right so, on. That's okay. it. Bunch so, of good stuff. We're uh, to you with the scenario. What do we got? Going okay. On? I'm on the scenario. And today it is when you can't stop an opposing hitter. And I think you know why we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have a setter. My setter is about five, six. And um, we don't have a lot of tough people on our team. It's just the way it is. I think we have like one tall girl on our team. So um, blocking is not necessarily the issue, right? So, uh, well, I mean, it, it may be the issue, but it's not going to be the solution. 
So anyways, when you can't stop an outside hitter is the, an opposing hitter is the situation. Right. Now, if it's a middle, there's a lot you can, you can do about it, right? You can just serve so that they don't get set. You can serve tough. And that's obviously a little bit easier to deal with. But this one's more geared towards if it's a pin, right? That can get set in many situations. Right, especially so, a left. Right? Exactly, especially a left side. So the first question you got to ask yourself is, is it everywhere? Meaning, is this attacker able to score from the front row and the back row and the right and the left? Or like most hitters, are they better at one and not as good at some others? Right. Right. And typically it's when they're in left front in scoring position. And what is scoring position? Scoring position is basically where they can kill the ball. Now, the better hitters have a bigger scoring position, a larger window, if you will, that they can score from. But the in general, no one's is unlimited, right? If you're jumping backwards, if you're jumping out to your outside shoulder, if you're off the net or, you know, past the pin, right? These are not scoring situations or scoring positions for the other hitter. So you got to notice what scoring positions they're in. Can you, can they beat you on every single situation? Probably not, but can they beat you in a, in a few situations? They sure can. What are those? And we need to know this. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, even if an opposing hitter, you can't stop them, you can still win the match, right? It's very uncommon for a hitter to go off one hitter to go off so hard that they can win the match um, by themselves, right? Right? They need to have way too many kills to be able to accomplish that. And some hitters can do it for, for a little while, but the reality is um, it's very, very difficult to do that. Now, there are, there are hitters that can do it, but it's, it's few and far between. Now, the biggest thing you can try to do to stop the opposing hitter if you can't stop them is to take them out of scoring position. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier. So what do I mean by that? Well, most hitters need an approach to score most, not all, but most. And so if you can change their approach or give them a weaker approach or a slower or, a, you know, less of a lengthy approach or whatever, if you can just make them do something different than they're comfortable with, that can impact how effective they are. So, when you can't stop an opposing hitter, is that after they passed short and then still got outside and got a approach? Is that with a small approach? Can you make them do some things away from where they want to start from? So almost all left side hitters that we play want to start outside the court, yep. right? And they want to go to their right. If you serve it to their right and make them pass inside and then go hit out to their left, can they do that? Yep. And maybe, maybe so. And if so, well, great. And does their range change? And right. then do they become primarily a line attacker? Yes, right? exactly. They're more scoutable, right? More right. predictable. And you go, wait a minute. In this situation, they're only going to hit line. It, it, it limits what they can do. Absolutely, right? Um, so the other thing I would try to do is make them bend, right? If you, if you make a player bend, it's usually difficult to get back up and approach. Um, take a deep approach. Some people have a different, a difficult time um, adding steps to their approach and taking like a, you know, a 10 step approach, yep. like running. Um, so that's serving that left front passer, let's say in that, what we call the three scene, yep. like to her right. So yep. if she has to move deep to her right and then still attack, that would be uh, yep. Yep. an example. Of that. Absolutely. I like it. Now, some people get a little rhythm off of passing. Some do that's it. Right. I mean, you gotta general, know, I mean, though, hey, you can play around with it. That's why you got to test exactly. them out. You got to maybe that's out. the one you surf short. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is, can you get? And you always talk about this: four hands in front of her, right? And early, right? Can you? 
I mean, not so early that you're off timing, but can you present your bodies between her and the court and not let her see the court? Yep. And uh, can you go early? And then can you just dig some of the other hitters? Like we straight up left their middles. I, I was kind of, you know, uh, we did too. Yeah. And I, we, I, no I might have told you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And we, we, I mean, generally, I was like, we're going to put our left front on the middle right side, but literally we just dug it the whole time, yep. you know? And so can you give up something else and then stop them? If, if you can, then do that. If you can't, maybe you need to just stop the secondary hitters. And that's the other idea. If this girl's going off, then maybe she's just going to have a great game and they still lose the match. And I would take that. Right. And, uh, you know, every time they set the girl, that's not her, we're going to score the point. Yeah. Can you make her earn so it? So we, we kind of got into something with, with Parker last year where, uh, they wanted to set the middle. We thought the middle was actually, you know, they had this outside, it was terminal, they would set, but whenever they got the middle available, uh, Angelina, Angelina yeah. they would set her. And I thought, I thought yes. if we stop her, they're not going to get a bunch of those free points. And so we kind of focused on her rather than Ava, who was kind of the, the left, attacker. because yeah. when they were together, they would always set Angelina if it was good. And then every other time it was all Ava. It was all Ava. And so we, yeah. that was kind of our game plan against them. So we tried right. to do that and say, Hey, if they're in system with these two hitters, they're going to set here anytime. They're not just kick and go, and then we're going to go one-on-one. -on -one. And, and just leaving hitters one-on-one -on -one with blockers, yes, you know, absolutely. And, and telling our middles, hey, get tips and practicing it yes. and letting our defenders stay back yes. uh, is an effective way. You don't need two blocks in front of all these hitters. Absolutely. And um, you want the other team to know that you know where the ball's going, right? So I'm usually have my girls be like, it's going outside, it's going outside. You know, let them know that we know so that they try setting someone else that's what we want in the first place right and they think they're fooling you but the sets you know they're setting back and it's a bad set to a bad hitter right. it's like oh that was great you got me there <laughs> coach that's nice vocal yeah, exactly um and then sometimes you just got to weather the storm and you kind of mentioned this in a in a earlier um portion where you know were we just is she just playing great right now She's got a couple, you know, amazing kills. Great. Like, right. but can she do that and win the match? Like, that's a question you got to weigh right. out. Being patient. Know? Being patient. Weather the storm. Right. Stay and working. Athletic kids with a good arm, they're going to score. Exactly. And it's okay. And it doesn't matter every point. If they jump up and bury a ball over the block mm -hmm. and it hits on the 10-foot line, we call that a point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's right? true. And it, yeah. we, you know, we don't take it as any more or any less than that. But yeah. it's, it's amazing how... People want to change everything because of that one kill. Right? Absolutely. And I would just say, make them earn their kills, right? So no tips, no roll shots. Oh, I like that. You know, I um, like that. I'm big on that. Right. Hey, they got to hit it hard to score. They got to hit it hard, right? Make yep. them earn it. And, I was a big uh, Lex, like Lexi son. I'm going, hey, yeah. we're, we're going to get every roll shot. We're going to get every tip. Yep. If she's going to get some kills, but she's got to hit hard, she's got to earn them. Yeah. She's absolutely. not going to get any cheap stuff. And the same thing is with full pursuit. And I think this happens where they bury a ball and then we get on our heels like, oh no, she's going to bury right. it again. And then all these shots drop. I'm like, right. let her bury that ball, be light on your right. feet, go get the, you know, run that ball down. Right. Um, so anyways, there's a bunch of ideas. I guess the big takeaway though, is you can still win the match. Like it really is 
difficult one to win thing match to with add. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to Josh this week. You know, okay. Josh Steinbach is at Villanova. And, yeah. And uh, he's got a small setter. Okay. So he's putting her out on the left. So he's uh, option blocking. Okay. And he said nice. it was kind of key to their match because okay. he option blocked and then transitioned out with his setter actually playing left front rather than right front. Still setting so, for left front. And yeah, so coming up under the block and then setting oh, two. and setting, two you know, kind of the right side or back two and using the back row wow. and trying to be, but uh, having her, you know, not having her block there. Not having yeah, a, absolutely. You know, having a small setter. We so. did that with Maddie Yu. Remember Maddie Yu? We went into the two blockers. Yeah. She would chase tips. Yeah. We ended up winning all sorts of matches that way. It's like blocking in girls volleyball, especially high school, is it can be more of a liability sometimes. Yep. So yep. anyways, just a bunch of takeaways. If you have a hitter that's beating you, some things you can do. I love it. So it sounds like you are on the videos for the videos. Week. Okay. So the funny thing, you know, that's the great thing about the Art of Coaching website, you know, it's like sometimes I look for stuff and I'm like, wow, they didn't have anything on that that I was looking for. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. And then other times, like I plug in elastic and I get like, yeah. and a bunch of stuff comes up. Oh, right. this is so great. And so that's what happens. So um, the first one is Mark Rosen and he has the drill kind of, we talked about putting elastic up and saying, hey, you got to head over it. Okay. It's super simple. So kids aren't trying to bury balls down. Uh, the next one, we also mentioned this one was Dan Meske at Louisville, and he had this uh, this elastic uh, for blocking. And he did this where, hey, you had the elastic up and the blockers had to make sure their hands were shaped. And, and it, once again, giving kids cues that are super simple and you didn't have to you know, say a lot, the elastic did all your work for you. He's got a great Instagram page, by the way. Oh, he's got really, really cool. A bunch okay. of videos on there. It's uh, oh, stuff from Louisville. Right. It's cool. All right. Uh, and then we talked about hand path with blocking the blocking toy. So yes. we had that one I talked about with Adrian. So those are the three, uh, the three videos and we're throwing it back to you for the resource. Okay. The resource is incredibly slept on resource. It has like, it's a YouTube video that has 600 views on it. And I swear this thing has been like gold to my coaching career. And I think anyone that watches it with sort of a decent foundation of coaching will get something out of it. It is a video called Mick Haley Talks Volleyball. It is from Jim Stone and his old um, front range um, volleyball club sort of collection of videos. And it is a great resource because Mick Haley breaks down his philosophy on statistics, not only what statistics he takes, but which are the most influential in winning the match. Um, he doesn't credit digs unless they convert the dig, right? So stuff like that. So, I mean, he talks all about that and first ball side out, you know, how many kills you need. He says you need from your attackers in a college match, 16 kills. If you can get 16 kills from your attackers. It's a lot of kills. It's a lot of kills. It's a, kill, a lot of kills in a yes. set. Yeah. But it is we're USC. lucky to get that yeah. in, uh, in a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just the way he thinks about it. It's like no, first ball no, side out is, no, so, right, is uh, right. the main no, thing. No, it gives you some, so, uh, yeah, some, some food for thought. Yeah. No. And, and he's a master. And so. having some standards and having some Absolutely. benchmarks that are great. Super cool. So you can find that resource uh, in the um, 
on our show notes on our show notes that's you can it. find that resource on our show notes and uh that's it thanks a lot Todd. all right we have what about the socials so on the socials we are on instagram at aoc.thevolleypod and on twitter at thevolleypod we announce all our new episodes on twitter um so if you want to follow us on there that'd be awesome good stuff davis thanks Fun so stuff. much good luck good to the, rest luck of the, the patriots season. take all care right, bye bye